Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number twenty-five. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Sitting across the table from me, as always, is Patrick. Hey, everybody! And calling in from the Oma of Haas is Greg, the movie guy. I am to your left tonight. What's up, everybody? To my left, Greg, the movie guy. Well, welcome to episode number one, really, of two thousand eighteen. We are doing a couple things different tonight. Uh, we're doing a new segment tonight. Should we just kick it off with that? Or let's, let's kick it let's, off. Let's, uh, any, anything new, anything new going on the world of anybody? New stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about all the movie stuff. So yeah, no, just any, just, any, just any the, announcements? Just the new year, no big announcements or anything like that. Uh, Greg, you look, you look like all bright eyed and like you have something to say. I mean, I was, I, I do have an announcement. I was going to save it for the end, but I can do it now if you'd oh, like. Oh, Greg, yeah. He does have an okay. announcement. I know what it is because oh, I'm do? awesome. You 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 know what the announcement <laughs> well, is. Well, I waterboarded the shit nope. out of him until he told me what it he was. He did. So. He tied me up and he whipped me until I told him. All right. I wasn't, it wasn't overly uh, painful, though. I'm going to stop there. Go, Greg. Go, Greg. <laughs> so I have some some happy news and some sad news. I, I have to announce tonight that uh, Greg the Movie Guy very soon will be no more. It's a very sad day. However, it's not really a sad day because I'm actually opening up Greg the Movie Guy dot com. Hey, the website is really yes, cool. I was I on it yesterday. That's awesome. Now. Yeah, it's really cool. I, uh, so. I, I just uh, start. I'm working on a website right now. It's it's live. If you want to check it out, it's got everything moved over. All 150 reviews that I've done since 2000 and what is it? 18, 2011 is when I started this. That's seven crazy. years. This has been seven years I've been doing this, and I only have 150 posts. God, that's pathetic. Not really though. That's a lot. I mean, you break it down. That's a lot of writing, dude. So very true, very true. But I still enjoy it. I'm glad to be getting this. I'm hoping to be getting uh, my goal for 2018 is to be getting a lot more readers and a lot more shares and a lot more comments and. Most importantly, just watching more movies and reviewing them. So I'm really excited to be uh, to be taken off on this venture and, and getting it kickstarted. So BreakTheMovieGuy.com. Um, I'm looking at the site right now. It looks really good, Greg. Yeah, it looks really Thank good. You. Thank you. Um, so maybe, maybe one of these days I'll read one of his reviews. <laughs> you should probably start doing that. They're actually very <laughs> insightful and informative. And I read most of them because I stock him. And uh, just look for them. So our new segment, you want to kick on over to the new segment? Something we're going to try. We'll see how it goes. And then maybe the next week we'll kick it off and say that did not work at all. But uh, what I want to try, I guess semi kind of review a trailer. The idea is to uh, pick a trailer of a horror film that's coming out either that month. um, If there's one coming out that month. And if not, we'll just one coming out in 2018. So this month, Insidious... The last key that came out, there's obviously a, a trailer floating around for it. Uh, but since it's already come out, 
there's a, a movie coming out this year, and we all watched the trailer for it yeah, yesterday. It, it, it's one that I pimped out yesterday yeah. to the group. And we all had kind of different reactions yeah. to it. Yeah. So I'd like to uh, take that trailer tonight and just break it down a little bit. Our thoughts. Do you think you'd go see that movie? Anything like that. So the trailer that we're going to break down tonight is a movie called Mom and Dad starring Nicholas Cage. Cage. And um, who's the woman? Who's the female in it? We're going to look like assholes if we don't know, you know who the female the, is there's in that part, movie. There's, I, I, I almost said Aubrey Plaza and I knew that's incorrect. Selma Blair. It's Selma Blair. Selma Blair. Blair. I was going to say it's the you, person Greg. that was in Hellboy. It's Nick Cage and Selma Blair. And uh, Greg, I think, had like one of the best re- – not reactions to it, but like – uh, comparisons of another movie to it, right? Um, and and his comparison was exactly how I felt about. That's it. what you thought, also. Yep. I went completely another bonkers way. So, Greg, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on Greg first because Shit. why not? So, just tell us what you said yesterday, Greg, when you first saw this trailer. What did it remind you of? He's searching like you forgot. Yes, yes, I did forget. <laughs> You know, I, I, have to, I have to state, we, we have a thread on Insta, uh, Facebook Messenger, and the content that's poured into this, you, you can't remember everything. You, you so can't. I, well, I mean, within I, one oh, day, we go through pages yeah. upon pages of messages, and there's no way in heck we can remember what we I will said. remind you, Greg, and then you can go from there. Is that fair? Uh, yes, please. Okay. So Greg said that mom and dad is like a reverse cooties. cooties. Oh, yes. That's what yeah. you said yesterday. So why that. do you feel like that? Well, if you remember in Cooties, the, the children uh, obtain a very mysterious disease. They eat bad meat. They eat bad meat. They eat bad chicken they eat nuggets. Bad meat, they become yeah. zombies, essentially. Or they go crazy, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> they, they start to try and eat the people or the teachers or wherever they're at. So in, in Mom and Dad... It seems to be kind of a reverse where mom and dad go crazy. We're not really sure why. I don't know if it's if it showed why. Did it show why? No. In, in the trailer, it did not. It it was, and it wasn't just okay. mom and dad. It's everybody's mom and dad. It is all the parents. Yeah, it's every yeah. single parent. So adults are now going crazy for some unknown reason. Maybe they ate bad meat or it could I be don't an, know. It could be an age thing. It maybe. gives once you, you nothing. Once, maybe like once you're out of puberty or something. I don't know. So that's it's, it's, it's kind of like all the parents are just like fed up with their fucking kids and they're like, kill these little bastards because so, I'm done. They snap. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. They snap and they they start going after their children. And Nick Cage is it gives them a reason to be who he is. So right. this could be interesting. The, I mean, this could be a perfect role for him. Um, exactly. Exactly. What what I like about this, and and I, I shared your uh, thoughts on that, that it did seem like a reverse cooties to me, and I think it's because the trailer was set up that way as well, because part of it takes place at a school, blah 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 blah, because they they're on their way to school, and then the parents are attacking the building, different things like that. Oh yeah, so, yep, yep. And also the fact that it is a horror comedy. <laughs> but one thing I kind of like about what I saw in this is that they're not like rage zombies like the cooties kids became yeah that they're more like we're insane killers now yeah yeah i mean because because it didn't become cannibalistic they weren't trying to to eat their kids or anything like that but it it did but they did become you know extremely volatile so to me it's more like the crazies if you've ever seen that oh yeah it's like it's basically that 
it's because there's no similar. there's no sorry greg there's no, no it's okay. i was gonna say it's very similar i'm sorry i'm shutting up no, you're okay <laughs> there's no like they give you no rhyme or reason as to why these people are now acting like complete assholes mm-hmm. they just go here's my mom and dad here is we're all kind of good, kind of like my kids are acting bratty and like complete dicks. But let's go on with our day. And then they come home uh, or they go to school and then they come home and all of a sudden their parents are all pissed off at them. But you, there's nothing in between right. that shows you why they're all raging now. Mm-hmm. So and the crazies, it doesn't really get there's something dropped in the air. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in the crazies, but it doesn't really give you a reason in, in that movie either. Just people are just all of a sudden insane. Right. And, and you know, just remember we're looking at a trailer. I don't think we need to be given a reason why or how. No, you're just right. that it does happen. Yeah. Watching this trailer, I, even some of the one liners that, that Nick Cage had in just the trailer alone, uh, <laughs> that hokey pokey, had the thing, the hokey pokey, hokey like pokey line thing. at the end. Uh, did we lose Greg? No, I'm uh, not. Okay. Uh, where he's singing the hokey pokey the thing, hokey and then he just thing. goes, fuck, right at the end of it. I was like, right. that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's interesting just looking at that and thinking Nick Cage can act comedy, and he has not really done a lot of comedy. And I'd like to see what he does with this because, once again, like Greg said, gives him the ability to be the insane Nick Cage that we all know and love, but then also be able to show some of his comedy chops. Yeah. Right. I mean, for me, I'm not a Nick Cage fan. If I want to watch Nick Cage rage, I'll go watch Con Air. Mm-hmm. I'll go watch Face Off. I'll go watch something like that. I liked Nick Cage in horror films does not really – again, it's that A-list thing that doesn't really work for me, right. although he's in no danger. He was in a movie called Trespass with Nicole Kinman where he was in danger, and I hated him in that too because he just doesn't – those people do not fit for me in those kind right. of movies. That's the only thing that that would really hold me off from seeing this movie. If it was a fairly unknown, I I know they got to cast people to draw you to come mm-hmm. to the theater right. to watch the movie, but just watching a list actors in those kind of roles right. doesn't work for me. That, but that's one of the things that compelled me to Cooties was the people that were in it: Elijah Wood, yeah, that's and, true. Uh, the, the, names escaping me, the guy from The Office. Oh, uh, Rain Wayne, Wilson, yeah. Yes, and and some other people in that. Yeah. That's one of the things that drew me to that because once once. But I'm also a big fan of horror comedy. Yeah. So when it works, yeah, when it works, <laughs> when it works, I've seen, <laughs> when, when there's when some stinkers in there. Evil. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess you know, just trying to tie a bow on this whole thing. Uh, by the trailer, is it something you would watch? I was just going to ask you that same thing. Uh, Roundtable, uh, Greg, would you watch or would you go see Mom and Dad? Well, see, there's two questions coming on this. Is it a movie you would watch? Yes. Is it a movie you would go to the theater to watch? On a Tuesday night, I would, okay. which is a $5 movie night. That's exactly my same answer. I think I would really, really enjoy this movie, but it would be a Tuesday night or a prior to 11. What is that called? The early bird thing? I don't know what they call it at Marcus Theater. Matinee. No, there's one before the matinee. Pre-matinee, then? It's like anything before 11 is that $6 price, $5 price. <laughs> These are the nerds who have no lives well, you know, go or, to movies at this or, time. Or it's people that you know see a lot of movies, but they don't want to spend a lot of bucks. Okay, well, right. you will see Mom and Dad drop January 19th of this year. You will not see it. I do not think it's going to get a theatrical release. I think it's actually out 
on VOD other places. I do not think it's going to get a theatrical release. Um, I just don't think it's going to be a big enough movie to do that. I don't think it'll sell in the theater. Right. To be honest with you, I would see it if it's streamed on Netflix or streamed on one of those services. I'd probably watch it. I wouldn't seek it out in the theater. Not even on a five dollar Tuesday, I wouldn't seek that movie out. And, and to tell you the truth, I don't even know how I even <clears throat> ran across it. It's been out. I've, yeah. I've been hearing about it for a while. It, it was uh, it was played in Toronto and last year, so it's been like they they've made their presence known. Um, that's the first time I've seen a trailer mm-hmm. for it, though. But I have heard other people right. talk about the movie. Well, and once again, throwing cooties out there, that was one of those that hit the in, hit the uh, festivals yep. and then took, what, a year and a half, two years before it even came out on DVD. Yeah, yeah, right. I, yeah. it took a while. It did yeah. take a while before it got distribution. So, so maybe that's what's going to happen with that one, just looking for distribution. Theaters. It, nice. It, I'm, I'm looking at the IMDb page right now, and it does say it's getting a theatrical release on oh, is January it? 19th. Yeah. Is it uh, going to be limited? Does it say that? I can't click on it, so I don't know. It just says coming soon in theaters January 19th. Interesting. Okay. So I'm sure if it gets theatrical, it'll be semi-limited. And because of the the nature of the film, because it is a horror film, it'll probably be in for like a week or two. And then it's gone because we're hitting awards season. And theaters aren't going to want to play that shit. Not only that, but we just have better horror films coming and it's it's gonna it's it's gonna take a spot from something better that'll drop later so So you you never answered the question though josh is it a movie you would watch uh, well i I would watch it if it was streaming like on netflix or something yeah but you would not go to the theater to watch i would not chase that movie even a five dollar i wouldn't wow okay no well you don't like comedy though i'm not funny i'm very (laughs) just drab and uninteresting and uh, I don't like to laugh, so fuck horror <laughs> comedy. So let's jump into. So, uh, go ahead. Know, sorry. I think what would be fun, but I think it might lose its effectiveness uh, next time we do this. If we do a do do another trailer review, that maybe we pick a trailer that we have not seen, we watch it and get a live reaction. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. There's plenty of trailers coming. Yeah. I mean, there's so many trailers out there now, and uh, and I'll start seeking out the February, March, April kind of trailers that are yeah. for movies that are going to be dropping in those months. But I'm just can, thinking, you know, for our audience, they're obviously not going to yeah. be seeing what we're, but we can link, we it. can drop a link in there we can too, drop yeah. a link and everything else. Yeah. But I think it'd be kind of fun to see our instant reaction to yeah. it. What the fuck? Yeah. How to do that. Yeah. Cause like, you know, if we were to so do many like, people do that with like the star Wars and the really, yeah. really big movies, why yeah. can't yeah. we do it with horror movies? So yeah. game on. All right. Coolio for Schoolio. Uh, let's jump into what we've been watching. Sure. Uh, Greg, you want to start that since we're picking on Greg tonight? Why are we picking on me? Are you, I don't know. I he's, wonder he's, that I'm not live. Yeah, that's we're, we're punishing you for not driving through the snow and you know for being, not and being to safe. On the side of a fucking snowy road. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> you can start, Greg. If you don't want to start, I can start. I only got no, three. That's fine. So. Um, I, I actually I've had a really really good week for movie watching. I'm coming back with a vengeance. Um, are we doing this round robin style, or are we going list fest? I'd just say list fast, get through it. That's fine. Perfect. That's fine. Okay, so uh, a couple weeks ago, Emily and I went to the theaters. We saw the movie Downsizing, new Alexander Payne, hometown boy, hometown hero. Weird movie. Um, I haven't posted my review yet on <laughs> greatthemovieguy.com, 
because I'm still processing what the hell I saw. Expect to hear Greg the Movie Guy dot com about thirty more 30 times. Thirty more times. <laughs> fucking plug Greg the Movie Guy dot com. Oh, I'll plug Greg the Movie Guy. Yeah, we we'll have to do plugs at the end now. I will plug the movie guy, Greg the movie guy, like nobody's plugged him before. Sweet. <laughs> right. Bring it. Downsize it, Greg. Uh, so, what's not downsizing? <laughs> Watch the Netflix original Bright with Will Smith. It was good, but it wasn't great. The premise was interesting. It's basically taking present day and mixing it with, like, fantasy world where Will Smith is an old, like, Danny Glover type cop who gets a partner that's an orc and... There's a lot of like different like racial tones where the orcs are basically the new African American race and they're treated as such or they're portrayed as such and it's really just it's bizarre how they do it. I wanted it to be better. Don't leave a bad taste in your mouth. Yes, take it or leave it. If you want to watch it, go for it. Well, I will will make you uh, feel better knowing that it was greenlit for a sequel. Of course, it was. Yeah, so there will be a bright two. It's coming. Thank you, Netflix. Cool. On Friday, Emily and I went uh, went back to the theaters. I let her pick the movie this time. We went and saw Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, stupidly entertaining. It was kind of fun, right? It was stupidly entertaining. Okay, <laughs> there were a couple. Like I, I appreciate that they kept the mythology of the original uh, Jumanji alive. Very much appreciate that. I appreciate the nods that they did to the old movie. The video <laughs> game thing tried. bother you? Yes, yeah. very much so. Yeah. Very much so. That that was tough. I don't know how you could get around that, but um, I was talking with one of my friends at work who said he loved the movie, and I was telling him, you know, if, if they would have made this and called it Bamboozled, I think it would have done just fine. But it's because they had to t- attach it to a successful IP is what really kind of turns me off about it. So Now, they're doing that kind of thing because they're not – they're no longer chasing people – our age, they're going for younger kids and stuff who are into, like, if you were a 10 year old now, would you be as interested in Jumanji if it wasn't in the video game world? If it was just a board game, like it was when we were kids, like now everything is so electronic, everything's electronic and it's video games and everything like that. They have to almost do that now to make it. You know, I, I, I get why they're doing that. I understand they're trying to bring a new generation into a, a successful franchise and they want to make fans of those and bring back in the fans of the original movie. That's why I'm saying had they done it with a completely different name, completely different franchise, start something brand new and original, I think it would have stood on its own just fine. It would have been one of those really cool like 1980s types. Here's something unique and original. Let's have fun with it. Yeah, I think it would have been one of those types of movies, but they stuck the Jumanji name on it. And that for me personally, that's what hurt it. Or that's what kind of turned me away from it was they're they're just lassoing those in on the the current IPs and you don't have to do that. Yeah, I don't care if it's already if it's a cash cow. Step out of your box. Yeah, be be original. So it was it was stupidly entertaining. If you want to go check it out, take your kids to it. I think it's fine. It's a little off color on the humor, but there's some jokes in there that I was like, that probably shouldn't be happening. And then there was a little bit of language in there that I was like, okay. Oh yeah. Kevin, I mean, Kevin Hart is, is Kevin Hart. Yeah. He's, he's PG 13, Kevin Hart. Um, actually the funniest part of that movie was when they're taking a piss. I'll just say it. Oh yeah. 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 The Jack black thing. That yeah. I think was the funniest he's part of the entire trying movie. Trying to figure out how to use a dick. Yeah. Right. I'm just going to say it. I don't care. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> 
So uh, my last two are actually two TV shows that I found, both on Netflix. One is called Friends from College, Keegan-Michael Key, Kobe Smulders. I've heard mixed reviews about this, and I wanted to check it out because I love Kobe Smulders from Mm -hmm. her role in How I Met Your Mother as Robin Trubatsky. And I think both her and Key do a phenomenal job in this movie or in the show. Yeah, I I caught that a few months ago and really enjoyed it as well. It's yeah, it's it's entertaining. It's it it feels very reminiscent of a group of friends that I have from actually high school, but we're we're just as stupid and trying to grow up in kind of that same realm. So it was it's very uh, very close to home for me. And then the last one, actually, Emily discovered, is a show uh, that was just released on Netflix called. Comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah. It is with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yes, it is hysterical. Absolutely love listening to the backstories behind these comedians and actors and all that, and just the 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 medium that they do it in is so nonchalant and so uh, so personal that it's it just really kind of draws you in. So definitely highly recommend checking that out. If yeah, he's can. had that for a couple years now, at least. It's been and see, I didn't know that. I was talking with one of my buddies last night, and apparently, yeah, he's been doing this for a couple of years, and I figured they just released it on Netflix. Yeah, this is a uh, YouTube thing. Yeah. A new yeah. TV show. So that's I'm, I'm really excited to see more about it. So that's my list. Cool. You or me? Uh, I don't care. I'll go. I caught a movie called Compliance, and it made me feel very, very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but also, I found it to be very, very unrealistic at a couple points. Just because I felt that at some point the people that were being manipulated should have just known what was going on was not right. That yeah. saying, uh, no, this is there's no way this officer would ask me to do this. There's yeah. just no way in hell. Yeah. So at that point it did get a little unbelievable for me, but it okay. still was very effective for me. Uh, it's icky. It is an icky yeah. movie. If you want to watch a thriller that kind of makes you feel icky, then that's that's one of them right there. But, when you talked about Secretary a little while back, mm-hmm. Compliance is the movie I went to. Okay, I got the two kind oh, of mixed okay. up. Sure. Um, um, but it's still a movie I would I would recommend because yeah. I I feel it was a very effective movie. Josh lent me a couple DVDs that I took some time to watch. Uh, Forty Seven Meters Down was Woo. was one of them. Not much of a script there, not much of a plot line, but still very effective. I I, I felt uh, the the tension building throughout the entire thing, uh, and really enjoyed that one. And it's now free on Netflix, so nobody has an excuse not to watch that movie. By oh, the way. Okay. Um, I had to admit to Josh a few podcasts ago that I had never seen any of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. So he did lend me those DVDs, and I watched the very first uh, Toby Hooper Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Chainsaw broken into two words, chainsaw, as opposed to the rest of the series, which is, is really? one word, chainsaw. I didn't even notice that. Okay. Yep. It was, I was watching it as if I'd seen it before. And I swear to God, I had never seen it before because there were so many parts of it that just seemed <laughs> very familiar to me. Did I end up liking it, loving it? Uh, to me, it was extremely effective. <laughs> Did you just about fall backwards in your chair? No. <laughs> So chairs tilt back unless you plug it or push the pin in. To right. Pull it back. Well, I pushed the pin in. The pin slipped. Oh, okay. And that's what you just saw. So. <laughs> yeah, let's watch Greg die. <laughs> I just say we're, watch- <laughs> we're watching Greg on the iPad here because he's FaceTiming yeah. it. And all of a sudden we just see him fly backwards. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was great. Um, right. So uh, Texas Chainsaw, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I ended up enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the others because the I'm going to try to watch the next six or seven 
Uh, and I have Leatherface for you now, too. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This one I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that I watched. It's called Goon, Last of the Enforcers. Okay. with uh, oh, Sean William Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, you you own that. <clears throat> That is a great movie. The first one was a great movie. I've the, never seen the Goon. first one was good. That's why I watched the second one, and I think it lost a lot of its luster oh, in the it. second one. Have that you, upsets me. Have you seen it, Greg? I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. I would say I, I would say second. watch the second one because he does a great job. I mean, I think it's so weird because you know he did all the he was Stifler, wasn't he? Yeah, he's all in yes. American Pie movies. Yeah. You know, so he did all those and, and 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 dude, where's my car and all that other crap? And I don't think he gets enough recognition for how good he really is. He's a great actor. You know, I think he's just uh, he's stuck in. He said playing Stifler was the best and worst thing he ever did yeah. because he became known as Stifler. But he became known as Stifler. Right. So he's kind of stuck. I don't, I don't think people take him seriously yeah. enough to, to put him in a movie that he could really, really do well at. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the final thing, I know that I've watched more than this, but I'm only going to bring four to the table. It's a series on Netflix, and I'm only halfway through it, but I absolutely love it. And I can't finish watching it until my daughter gets back from tour. <clears throat> the end of the fucking world. I was. Oh, yeah, I started yeah. watching this too. I, I I like it a lot. And I, from the. I mean, they're they're. It's a series. It's about twenty minutes long each episode. Twenty oh, twenty one minutes. So it's easy to kind of yeah. to to break through these. The first twenty one minutes, it caught me. It hooked me. I'm stuck on this thing. Okay. And and I don't know. I don't know if it's because the characters are sociopath kids or what the hell it is. It's just quirky enough for my tastes and sensibilities that I absolutely love and recommend this even on the first six episodes. How many episodes is on there? I want to you say know? 10. Oh, that's not even bad. Like 10, no, 20 minute episodes like, because it's a British series, but it's a Ugh. Netflix original. Okay. You, you could you could binge this in like an afternoon yeah, very easily. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but it's, it's, it takes you off guard and I really just enjoy it so far. Cool. I'll blow through mine really, really. Are you pathetic, Patrick? That's, that's yeah. it. But, uh, I'll blow through mine really, really fast. I only have three. I watched on Friday night, and again, I, I know I, I I got more than this out of the week, but um, the three that I even like care to mention, I'll just mention. I watched. Um, I finally watched. I'm super late to this game. Insidious three. Um, it's a prequel to all the other Insidious movies, and I watched it because. And then the new Insidious just came out, uh, The Last Key, and I want to see that. And I remember being a fan. I'm a I'm a fan of the Insidious franchise. Um, I love the prequel. I really like Lynn Shay, and I didn't really. I don't think you even knew her before Insidious, but she's so good in these movies. And um, something about and she, Mary. And she's what ties everything, all these movies together. Uh, but yeah, the prequel was really great. I watched it really late and I was super tired and I easily made it through the movie though. And then the, uh, how they brought the end up and, and how the end kind of starts insidious. It's just really, really, the whole franchise is really great. Um, so I watched that. I watched, uh, this is my, my, my new movie watch. I watched, I had watched what I watched. I had never seen any of them yet before. So I tried to watch new movies now. Um, at least get a few new ones in there. Uh, so I watched friend request and I was like, I'm going to hate this movie. I just, like, I bought it. And I, I bought it knowing, like, I'm going to hate this fucking movie. But I, I punished myself and I put my hard-earned money down for movies I I know I'm going to hate. And I didn't hate it. I was actually 
kind of sort of pleasantly surprised, which made me even more mad. Um, I love the social commentary on the, the social media mm-hmm. of the whole thing. Um, and it was just a, it was a fairly decent ghost story, really. Uh, they tied everything together really, really well. Um, do you remember that you saw that movie, Patrick? Yep. What were your yep. thoughts on on that a little bit? Uh, the, do you remember it? I, I like the first two acts really, really well. Okay, the third act kind of when they got to the the towers. When they and got everything. to the towers and all that other stuff. Um, but it was still I, I it was still a movie I enjoyed. Yeah, I didn't see the 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 turn coming with the friend and mm-hmm. what he did with her. Um, I didn't see that coming, so that was that kind of caught me off guard. It was kind of nice. Um, you should have seen it coming because it's, it's from the beginning to where it happens. Exactly. You kind of like you should see that kind of weird shit coming, but I didn't. Um, and then the way it ended, I was kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I got over it. So, uh, friend request, I, I tell everybody to at least watch it one time. If it comes up on Netflix or wherever it drops eventually, click on it, watch it. It's a good, easy, fairly decent one time watch. Um, now it's stuck in my collection, but whatever. Uh, and then the third movie I watched was another movie I put down my hard-earned money for that I knew I was going to fucking hate so much. And yet I own it now. And I knew I was going to hate it because I hated the first one. So I watched The House is October Built 2. And uh, Greg, I just gave it to Patrick. You got you to gotta watch it. It's so – yeah, perk up your chair, my friend, and listen in because it's so much better then the first one, it's so – I was telling Patrick, I handed it to him. I was like, watch this. It's so way better than the first one. And hang on. And you'll never – I'm going to go back and watch the first one now because you will never watch the first one the same after the information you get from the second one. I am so excited to hear you say that. I'm, I'm probably just going to go out and buy both movies right now. It's – I'm just, I'm just going to state I like The House's October Build. I can't yeah. figure out why, but I liked it. Um, so I'm clowns and phone. all. Yeah, you I'm, enjoyed that movie. Here's the other thing, though. Here's the other thing. Though I think one of the things I hated about Houses October Built was the how they shot it. That shaky cam shit. I could not. It was terrible. I Absolutely couldn't get terrible. through it. This is so much like more clean and steady. It's still shot found footage, but it's so much cleaner and just steady. And you're not seeing everybody run, and it's not shaky. Okay. It's just. So much easier to watch. So maybe that was a reason as well. This I, I enjoyed the character. It's the same characters. Spoiler. Sorry, I think I just well, it's, that it's in the description yeah. of the movie. And uh, it's I, I liked them better in this movie. And just the way they tie everything together. And like I said, the information that you get from this movie, you'll never watch the first one the same again. And and I, awesome. I'm curious to see what they do with it because there's part of me in my head says, didn't they learn their lesson the first time? Mm-hmm. I, I'm so just so, that kind of shit. When you say that, I'm like, you are in for a fucking ride. Okay. It's crazy. So how's October built to you got me, you win. Uh, that's my three. So that's what we've been watching. That's what we've been watching. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, we uh, our our feature segment. Let's try to. Well, we're doing something different. Yeah, this we time. Did, well, we did a double feature. We're doing a double feature. So we need to cram through it. We watched as our double feature, Creep and Creep Two, both on Netflix. Patrick will give you the information. I will. Let me jump on over to the laptop so I can read these off. Uh, For Creep, when a videographer answers a Craigslist ad for a one-day job in a remote 
mountain town, he finds his client is not all that he initially seems. That's creep. Let's look at creep too. A video artist looking for work drives to a remote house in the forest to meet a man claiming to be a serial killer. But after agreeing to spend the day with him, she soon realizes that she made a deadly mistake. Let cool. me give some ratings. Yeah, there. do do that, sir. Because these guys know that I loved both these movies, and yeah. I just wanted to compare what I thought with the ratings okay, that cool. it got. So, creep. IMDb 6.2 out of 10 with a meta score of 74%. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 96 for the critics and the audience a 64. So there's Jesus. so there's a big gap between uh, audience and the critics. Uh, for Creep 2, IMDb 6.4 out of 10, meta score 75%, Rotten Tomatoes 100% critic review and the audience with a 69% percent review so if you compare the two they're right along the same lines across the board yeah 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 i mean we're talking 6.2 6.4 74 meta 75 meta tomato 96 and 100 and the audience 64 and 69 yeah it's pretty it's pretty straight across uh do you want to start patrick since you have a notebook of greg reviewed it i was super uh, far behind you guys saw creep a long time ago right this is fairly new for me, I avoided it like the plague. But you two... Well, it's a... a I don't know if the second one was. second one was a Netflix original, original I think. Yeah. Netflix produced it. Netflix produced it. I don't know if it's Netflix original. Uh, but and the first one uh, was a Blumhouse production. Uh, oh, was it? Jason Blum was okay. Was uh, the producer on that. I don't know if he was then on his the name's probably one. on the second one. I well. would assume it's some... It is. It's no surprise to these guys here. They've heard me say it a million times before. I'm a Mark Duplass fan. I yeah. think I, I, I'm a champion for him. Uh, I think the work that he and his brother do is just amazing, amazing work. They've got the philosophy of if you got a story, let's make a movie. They don't care about the budget or anything like that. If they've got a story, they're going to make a movie. Yeah. And he was Mark Duplass was one of the co-writers on these. Patrick Bryce, who also starred he played in Aaron the, in the first Aaron one. in the first yeah. one was a co-writer. And director. He directed it too, yeah. And then he was the director, writer, co-writer in the second one. Okay, yeah. Mark Duplass in both of these movies, I think, just knocks it out of the park of being one of the creepiest individuals I've ever seen in Mm -hmm. my life. Yeah. Because I have seen him play the most tender person in the world, the most awkward person in the world, and now I see him play the creepiest fucking person in the world. It's found footage. Yeah, which... Style. Yep. Which I I know we're kind of at that point where it, it's, it's either hit or miss it's on either how hit or miss shot. on how it's shot yeah. i think i think it was handled really really well i mean when it comes to found footage there's always a question of why do these people always have these cameras on 100 percent of the time mm-hmm. and the most convenient it's, time. yeah exactly yeah. but there were there were ways that they handled it that i think worked really really well uh and then also to uh mark duplice's credit he really puts himself out there as an actor in both of these movies I don't know how much of this was actually scripted, how much of it was yeah. improv. Yeah. Uh, and and also what he does, he really allows himself to go beyond what I think most actors would do. Should we also drop the spoiler alert? Because should we, are we going to – this is a spoil cast? I th- yes. Let's, Creep's let's, been out way long. Creep's been out for a long time. And if you're going to spoil Creep, you might as well spoil Creep too. Yeah. <laughs> That's just my thoughts anyway. Yeah. Greg, you got some, you got some thoughts, Greg? I sure do. Uh, so yeah, just like you said, I had uh, posted a review on this movie 
a while back, actually. I think it was last year, was it? Two years ago, maybe? Stand by. Um, oh, here we go. 2014 was when I watched it. God, is so, that that old of a movie? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I really enjoy this. Like Patrick said, I, I love Mark Duplass. I, I think he's a phenomenal uh, creator. You know, he's not just an actor. He's not just a producer or a director. He's a, a movie creator, and he and Jay do incredible work. Absolutely loved his stuff in the league. One probably one of my favorite roles of his, and one of his one of my favorite uh, projects of his. And so, anything that comes along on Netflix or anywhere, I'll check out without even a hesitation. And Creep was exactly as it sounds. It was a creepy movie, or he plays an incredible creepy guy. I think the thing that really stuck with me the most was when you when you first see this movie how immediately you attach yourself to this character how immediately you sympathize to him because he's his intentions are he's videoing his life for his unborn child uh because of he has cancer it, cancer or something like that and it's just like that's you know that's that's really a, a heartfelt type of thing and then the movie progresses and it just goes fucking downhill from there but it's fucking creepy I, there's no other way to put it it is creepy as shit what he turns himself into i felt that the last 15 minutes of creep were probably the best of the entire movie you needed the build up at the, from the beginning to about the last 15 minutes just to kind of understand where it's going obviously but once you get to that last 15 minutes it is a straight punch you in the face oh my god what the f- just happened now does that does that start with the phone call is that that 15-minute so, yes. mark from I, there I to the so. end? Like I said, it's, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't remember exactly the point, but I believe there was, like, reading, I had to reread my review, and it said the phone yeah. call in there was kind of where everything... The turning point? Yeah, when Angela calls. So, so, yeah. 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 So, um, no, it's just it's a really, really phenomenal movie. Definitely check it out. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, he plays easily the weirdest person I've I've ever seen, ever. There's just the, the whole movie is just uh, the best. I mean, all I can see is like, just, you get a weird feeling the whole from beginning mm-hmm. to end. He's walking up those long stairs. And the first time you even meet Mark Duplass's character, you're like, this guy's just really weird. And I don't know if I ever really ever liked him in the movie. Uh, even when he is talking about like, I'm going to make this movie for my, my kid. Like even when he's talking about that and then he gets in the bathtub oh, and he starts tubby. like, I'm like, great. You're, but this is weird. And mm-hmm. do, do we need the bath time thing? Do we need? I mean, I, th- I think it gives something little, else. Could he? I think it gives him? you a little insight as to how his how his character's mind is working. Because I I kind of thought that same thing too. Is like, why are you filming him in the bathtub? Yeah. But you know, you get and, on the upon backside. just meeting him. Upon, right. All right. Well, I'm gonna get naked and get in the bathtub now. So keep filming. Right. Right. Exactly. And I I think what you you start to kind of understand. Okay, something's not right here because no more people don't just do that. Yeah. Now, as a uh, as a compulsive liar, he's the best storyteller <laughs> ever. He does the tummy time thing. He does the story about the wolf and like how the wife like in the the wolf mask thing oh, the, and the like whole, the whole rape thing. Yeah, like he else, makes yeah. that whole thing up. And then, like you find out later, like he's not even married. He's just his sister calls, and that's it. I mean. And he's just like the best liar in the world, and 
to me, that's what made him like interesting. I was like, even like it's just you know they were out in the woods and they found the heart shape. Yeah, I mean, are they going to find the heart shaped pool? And they find it. And they find so, it. So then, of course, he's going to believe him from here on out. Yeah, and. You know, but then he says, are you still hungry? Let's go get some pancakes. I know this place up the road, they've got the best pancakes. And then they're even sitting into the restaurant. And, and he gets caught there. He gets caught because and he says, because he doesn't know the, 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 he doesn't know the menu. He doesn't know the menu. Yeah. And he goes, well, didn't your family come here all the time? And they're like, he's like, oh yeah, yeah. But the, the menu's changed. It's changed. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's get the pancakes. He's so quick on his feet. Yeah. And changing his story and still be likable, even though strange weird and you know because he throws in those elements of truth with the fiction yeah and that's what makes it work so but i I agree with greg on uh the the last whatever 15 minutes of that movie Mm -hmm. when as soon as that phone call happens to me that's where i was in it because i was like i'm Mm -hmm. right now i'm just watching two dudes talk to each other and one's telling his like you know story about his life and everything once that phone call hits and you find out that it's his sister. He doesn't actually own that cabin and that he just is kind of nuts. And then he's like, they do that. He, he tries to find, he gets, he had fallen asleep on the couch and mm-hmm. then he's gone. And that shot down the stairs where he's standing against the door uh, in the wolf, in the wolf mask, mask is a fucking fantastic just this is a great shot anyway mm-hmm. and uh but yeah that's where lightning just happens like yeah. that rest of that movie where he escapes and then you find him with the he sends him that locket the locket um uh, that was a weird moment my only question is this and i think they asked this question or he answers this question in the video he makes at the end of the movie why the fuck would that guy go to that park and turn his back on this guy ever why would you not stand with your back against that lake and just when he he he, he kind of says it and, is, and he says i love this guy because he's the nicest the guy nicest, in yeah. the world because he is willing to forgive he's willing to believe that i'm a good guy yeah it's just yeah the whole movie just gets a a a ten for weirdness yeah. for me, but not mm-hmm. in a, but not in a bad way. And I do like the very ending where he's receiving another phone call from somebody else wanting to come in and yeah. video him, and and just the way they tie that up. Yep, it's uh, at the end. Now there was people before Aaron, correct? Oh well, because so, he went. Cause, he's been doing this for a while, right? Because right? he he took the Aaron DVD and put it in a cupboard where there's DVDs oh, yeah, and of, yeah. VHSs. So he's been doing it for a very very long time. Yeah, so. Which actually, it kind of plays on an interesting point in Creep 2. And I'll bring that up when we get to there. Well, yeah. I think we're kind of there. So well, you, do you want to rate Creep and then come back and do Creep 2? Or do you want to rate them all together? I, I, rate them. Rate them. But individually. Individually. Uh, for me, 8.5 solid. Maybe you push it to a 9. Yeah, that, that uh, all that IMD audience score shit was low for I me. I felt it was very low. Yeah, I'd, I'd hit an 8, eight, eight. easily on mm-hmm. all those. Eight. Yeah. Definitely an 8. So, you know, but, uh, but, you know, talking about the IMDb and the and the Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, if you take the 67% and the 6.7% or 6.7 out of 10, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes audience scores match perfectly at 67%. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So but still, low. still, still low. low. Still very low. So, Creep, Creep 2. 
Creep 2. And maybe we don't spoil this one as much because it is brand new out this year. It, Yeah, yeah. Is that fair? I think that's fair can, enough. Can we do this without spoiling the shit out of it completely? Well, I mean, I mean, after watching Creep and knowing that it's the same character going into Creep 2, I think you kind of know what to expect. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, yeah, kind it, of. It, so how do you tell a new story after you've already exposed who he is? Who he is, exactly. And that's why... I liked Creep better than I liked Creep mm-hmm. 2 because the mystery of that character was gone. Mm-hmm. It's no, there's no longer – there's no more surprises. It's the same. I'm going to invite somebody over but I'm not going to like – he tells her something like I'm, I don't – like. I want you to film me. I don't remember what he, what he says. Well, not, I, only, not only did he do the, the whole – you know. I'm going to expose myself completely, and he does. But there, yes. but there was also yes. oops, spoiler. He also says to her, "I want you to do a basically a biopic of a serial killer." Yeah, I mean, he says who he is right away, and I promise not to kill you for 24 hours. Yeah, which I thought was great. Going back really quick, though, the way this movie opens mm-hmm. uh, in that apartment with the guy who he's current like following, mm-hmm. that was like. The greatest way to open that movie I, ever. Yes, I fantastic. completely agree with that. And then I'm glad that we got a little bit more because when with Aaron, you got no insight into who he was. You just kind of like he just walked in mm-hmm. and you got to got to know him through the movie uh, with the new girl. You get a little bit of insight as to what she's trying to accomplish before she even goes. Right. And also, it, I felt it was interesting on this turn that it wasn't someone calling him looking for a gig, you know, responding to Craigslist, whatever, whatever, whatever. Didn't he seek her out? No, it was it was same situation. Was, was it? Yeah. Oh, OK. For some reason, I was thinking it was different because of what he says <clears throat> later on, which I can't say. Yeah, I mean, we'll I try. Talk I about guess we'll it try out the air. Same. Yeah. Uh, Greg, creep two. Before I go, I would actually like to know, Patrick, did you like Creep 1 or Creep 2 better? I like them both equally. Uh, Creep 3 did, or Creep 2 did (laughs) land on, no, there's a reason I said Creep 3. Yeah, yeah, I know that reason. Anyway, (laughs) uh, Creep 2 quickly jumped to my top 10 of 2017. Really? It was was my number three pick. That's why I said Creep 3, because it was my number three pick. Okay, okay. Oh, Okay, interesting. Oh, um, then never mind. I don't know that reason. Oh, like, you do know that reason. Uh, yeah, it, it quickly jumped. Did, did I like it better? Not necessarily. I liked it differently. Okay, that's, I, and that's fair. That's that's actually a very valid point. Yeah. Um, I like Creep 2 better than I like Creep. Because in Creep, the character was a little... I mean, he's creepy, obviously. It was a little weird for me knowing that he was bullshitting that entire time. Whereas in Creep 2, he comes out and he is straight shooting. Like, there is nothing that he's really hiding. And I really like that, that he's able to open up himself so freely to uh, the Sarah character. And it, it was it was really kind of cool to see their interactions between each other. Because, you know, he's, he's in a very vulnerable position, um, not wanting to just continually repeat his... Uh, his kills and all that, doing everything that he's done before. He wants to try and do something new. And so he's he's trying to find himself, essentially. And she's coming in. I'm sure she's fucking terrified out of her mind. Because do, does she believe that, yeah, he's a serial killer? 
when he basically flat out tells her that, or is he fucking with her, or whatever's going on. She's got to be terrified out of her mind, but she goes along with the entire thing because this is what she's been looking for. And to me, that's that's almost um, a really beautiful story in between the two because they're both working together to obtain their own goals despite the fact that one of them's a serial killer and the other one is just trying to make a name for herself. Now, who's creepier in Creep 2? Mark Duplass' character or, or Sarah? Are you he sure? Is. There's, yes. there's uh, the, who's I guess there, there, who's, weir- who's weirder in that movie? Uh, oh, she is. Well, cause, yeah, because one could one could argue she knows and she stays. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so how demented is like how fucked yeah, up? How is twisted that? is that? But then again, did she believe him from the beginning? Did she always did- believe him? Uh, and then another thing I wanted to throw out there: Did you guys feel that there was? A romance going on in there this is. one? Absolutely. Yeah, there Absolutely. There definitely is. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, I thought at first maybe she was just going along with it, but then I felt, no, she really she sees something in him. You see that in the uh the hot tub. The hot tub scene. scene. Yeah. The, where there actually is. I, I would almost pin it before that when they're in the river and he's trying to get the <gasps> shot. Yes. Which by the way is a freaking cool oh, shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah where he's, he's sitting in the water and That's you can see moment. the reflection yeah. of him and it's kind of it's a really cool That's shot. A good moment, yeah. When he wanders off to go have a moment with himself and you see him with his, his face in the sand, I think that's kind of the moment where she realizes, I can help this guy. Like, she sees uh, she sees the uh, – oh, what's the word I'm looking for? She sees his faults and she feels like she can help him. And it's, it's kind of – that's, I think, kind of where the romance starts. And then you don't really fully see it until she gets in the hot tub with him. Now, is she – do you think – because Aaron was a completely different – like he was trying to leave him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. towards the end of that movie and she stays in there. Though. There's never a moment where she – well, no, I lied. There is a moment where she tries to leave, but he gives her reason. I don't know right. how to say this without spoiling it, but – She has a reason to leave. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she – do you think like she's like the first person that he's met that hasn't tried to like just bail on him and that's kind of why – he kind of is falling for her a little bit. Does that I make feel sense? Like, like she's the because, first one who broke through? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Because what normal person is going to hear this guy come out and say, I'm a serial killer. I'm tired of killing people normal ways, and so I want to kill somebody else some way differently. So you're videoing this, and I promise not to kill you for 24 hours. I mean, she even said it herself. Every red flag about the situation has popped. Yeah. Yep. This is a bad situation. Get the fuck out of there. And she stays. Yeah. She so stays he, through that. She stays through the nudity of the, mm-hmm. the situation where he says yeah. we should do this. Uh, she stays through every single weird moment yeah. in that movie. Right. And I'm sure that he, he's never seen that before. And so there's something intriguing about, okay, everybody else that I've gone through this with has run. Why are you staying? You know, there's there's that back and forth yeah. of you're a serial killer but I'm intrigued by this. Oh, you're staying because I'm a serial killer. I'm intrigued by this. There's just, there's a lot of give and take between the two. And I think that's kind of a beautiful story between it. Do you also feel like he's trying to up his creep level in creep two? Because every time he tries something, she doesn't run or she doesn't react or she doesn't bite on it. So he goes, "I'll, I'll try this again. He tries the wolf thing. She doesn't bite. He takes his clothes off. She doesn't run. He gives her a million reasons to get out of there 
and she stays in there and goes, well, I'll, I'll see your weirdness and I'll raise, raise you, you some more weirdness every time. And I, I think that's part of that intrigue is he, he almost doesn't believe what she's saying. You know, he's trying to give her reasons to run away because that's what he's used to. And she's not doing it. So he keeps trying to up it and up it. And it's I think that's that's part of that almost that romance between the two is you're meeting me at my level and you're even exceeding me at my level. This is different, but I like it a lot. Now, let's get to the uh, let's get to the end of Creep 2 without, again, trying to spoil it too much. I don't know how we're going to do that, but let's give it a whirl anyway. The thing happens at the mm-hmm. end where he takes mm-hmm. her out to the to the woods. woods. And do you think what happens when they go on their walk, he plans that? Or do you think it just happens? <laughs> Again, I don't know how to do this. Though. No, he, to, to me, I always felt that the opportunity for him to push it, it over the edge okay. was there. All the way through the movie. Oh, he could have at any so, time done So that. I think it could have been at any time. I don't think it was planned. Okay. Greg? I'm going to try and do this as unspoilery as I can. He stated at the end that he did the thing. God, <laughs> he did the thing and the, the thing. thing. With the thing to the yeah. thing. No, yep. I got you. Yeah, we see. We what know you're what you're talking about. He did that before <laughs> she even showed up because he didn't know... He pre-planned who was kind of happen, yeah. what was going to happen to who or something to that. Yeah. So, so you're thinking it was done before anybody was planned to be there. Exactly. Not yeah. just her. He, he had planned that situation before anybody showed up. And once again, going back to their relationship and that intrigue, he always knew that that situation could arise. But he wanted to play back and forth with her to see either A, how far she would go with him. Or if she would ever get to that breaking point to where it would go back to that normal situation where he's probably just going to offer and yeah, yeah, go yeah. and do that thing. Now, so, uh, let's do are – you, are you good, Patrick? Do you no, have anything else? I would say that the improvement between one and two was uh, – to me was the dialogue. Okay. I felt the dialogue in the second one was much smarter, more in-depth and you re- – he – it really gave him an opportunity to kind of explain why he is how why he is how he is. Okay, a little bit more. I think I, I it felt a little bit less improv and more real. Okay, the dialogue. So Greg was a creep two fan. Patrick was pretty neutral. Pretty neutral. Yeah, and I was a fan of Creep the first one. Yeah. So Ooh. good thing we all you know agree now. on each other. Um. Uh, so your rating then for Creep 2? I, I would, once again, probably 8.59. Same, 8.59. Yeah, and I'm just – I'm sticking with my normal like – again, I said I like Creep better. Mm-hmm. But I get, I'll give them – I would give them both an 8 across the board anyway. Um, yeah. There's a, a very small reason why I like Creep more. So it's not even like enough of a reason to give that other one a, a lower score. No. So, uh, I, did you say what your reason was? I, th- for me, after creep, after learning or or uh, getting who Mark Duplass's character was, the intrigue now wasn't was now gone. It, that mm-hmm. there's oh, no more mystery right. to him. You just know 
who he is. And when you go into Creep 2 and his character hasn't really changed, it's just like he's still just doing the same shit. It, there's, that intrigue is now gone. I'm not trying to figure out and wonder who he is. It's just I know who he is. Who's that other character? And, and I can very much appreciate that. I see exactly where you're coming from. What, wouldn't you say that he's he's still kind of that uh, – original, originally his name was Joseph in Creep 1. Um, wouldn't you say that he's still kind of carrying that Joseph character but in the Aaron character level? It's the same – he's the same across the board for me. He didn't change he didn't, at all for me. Um, okay. He, he sinks into a little bit of a weird depression thing. That you see in the movie. Um, and see, I, I feel like he kind of levels himself <laughs> up because now you know who he really is, but he's still got that intrigue of I can still pull rabbits out of my hat just as easily as I could as a Joseph character. Yeah. So I, and I'm not trying to. No, no, you're good. The other. Yeah. But just that's just one thing that I was kind of interested in. Uh, so with that being said, there will be a creep three coming. That that's uh, it, it has an IMDb page for Creep Three, but there's nobody assigned to it, so yeah. I don't know if it's actually happening or not. Well, the way Creep Two left us, it is very open. Oh yeah, yep. for a yep. Creep Three, it's been talked about, it's been mentioned a few times. Mm-hmm. If Creep Three comes, <laughs> I will chase it. Uh, you guys got me on the Creep train. Um, although it took uh, quite a while to get me to watch that first one. Um, now I'm in it. So Creep 3 comes out. I will chase that one. Uh, and that'll probably be a podcast episode. Yep. It will be a podcast episode. <laughs> so Creep Creep 3 are both on Netflix. Or Creep 2. Gosh, why do I keep jumping to Patrick, Creep 3? Buddy. <laughs> creep and Creep 2 are both on Netflix. Watch them. Watch them. And anything else that we mentioned tonight, if you get a chance and you can find them, chase them. Uh, they're all, from what I've heard across the board, are minus bright, are pretty minus good, bright. Uh, are pretty good uh, <laughs> movies to chase. So uh, get out and watch a movie. So uh, plugs. I know Greg's got plugs. Plug, Greg. Knuckle crack. My name is Greg the Movie Guy, and I'm the best movie reviewer you've never heard of. I write movie reviews with a positive spin that you should definitely check out. Pop over to gregthemovieguy.com, see what I've written, leave a comment, and share it with your friends. Pretty soon, you'll be able to read out Jumanji and Downsizing. Again, that is gregthemovieguy.com. Greg see read what, that whole what, thing. <laughs> so what, what, what our audience did not see was Greg's eyes moving back and yeah. forth as he's reading off. He wrote this. a plug, but it was good. It was good. It was the <laughs> easy best reviewer you've never, never heard, heard of. of. That is fantastic. That's, Greg, that's Greg. what I'm rolling with. Uh, Patrick, you got plugs? Hey, you know what? I got, did you write anything down? I got, <laughs> I got nothing to plug. Uh, <laughs> hopefully soon we'll have some news about some festivals yeah. that we've, uh, that we've, uh, submitted to. Uh, we're just waiting to hear. Uh, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, like everybody knows that's a waiting game. Yeah. We got things in the works. We hopefully <laughs> will have some, a handful of new material out this year. Uh, while you're waiting for said material, you can check us out at midnightfrightfilms.com. You can find us on Facebook at Midnight Fright Films, on the YouTube at the same name, Midnight Fright Films. And you can also find us on the Insta Except of Grams. You know, I take that back. I do have one other thing to plug Ooh. is that I did drop the final cut of ghost hunter i am putting this thing on the shelf i'm hopefully not ever going to touch it again except for hopefully 
uh, preparing them for uh, the festival. Ship is that on the in. YouTube page now? That is on the YouTube page. Okay. So there's new content on the YouTube page. New content page. on the YouTube Chase page uh, on our Facebook page. Is and it is, it is a fantastic everywhere. Redux. I, I absolutely love what you've done with it so, so far. Or don't now, say so, so. far. <laughs> no, it's I, done. I'm I love done. what you've done to finish it off. It's no more. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess uh, that's everything. That's it for us at the Midnight Friedcast. Uh, we will see you on the next one. The next side. We'll we, see you next time. We really have to work on yeah, ending these I'm going to start things. writing something down. You need to write something down. See you on the flip side.